0: All right, what's going on guys welcome back to card talk i'm ryan joined as always by tyler and lou and we have a full episode today a lot to talk about um, some big news in the hobby we're going to get into but want to start with a little what's on your mind and see what uh what everybody's got going on today so tyler let's start with you what's uh what's on
1: your mind this morning what's on my mind this morning is uh i've been thinking about cards i've sold along the way and there's been a lot of chatter about star wars kind of re-emergence And I sold that Luke Skywalker PSA 8 at a Dallas show. And it's just a card I wish I had kind of forever. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Like, the lore of Star Wars, I think, is a little bit too much. It's kind of lost me. But, like, the OG Skywalker invader, it's fire. And so uh, that is what's on my mind. I'm also back in my childhood bedroom. This is a, a paint around, not a, you know, not a leak stain. But I'm back where Card Talk all began, the home of Card Talk Live. And so I'm excited. We're going to get into a couple of things that I'm not going to mention, but I kind of want to mention, but I'm not going to mention. And coming off last show, you know, we had a little pregame chatter, but I realized Tom Brady is a Michigan man, which must be a real conundrum for Ohio State Patriot fans. And I'm just going to leave it there.
2: Lou, what's on your mind? Yeah, especially for ones that claim to root for other teams in their conference what's on my mind today you know i want to say f1 i know that ryan wants to talk about f1 i think my focus for this upcoming week is on one thing and one thing only and it's f1 and it's a big big weekend coming up max and lewis are tied exactly tied right now tyler whoever finishes higher in this race Wins the championship.
1: Can I hijack for ten seconds yeah, and this ask is you exactly questions? what I wanted? Okay, so we're gonna do this for one thirty-seven PM two. We're gonna put out a big article, but okay, I'm a fringe F1 fan talking yep. to you through a hypothetical. Yep. I listen to card talk. I've kind of been like, stop talking about F1, what yep. have you? But now yep. here, a lot we go. of those people. There's one weekend, right? There's one weekend. You don't need to care about the whole season. Some have been calling this, and I like you take like the most historical finish for an F1 kind of season individual driver season in rough memory in 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 recent memories yep right so we have one weekend two guys Lewis Hamilton Max Verstappen talk me through the weekend meaning yep. it's a, it's not just sunday they show up saturday nope. there's qualifier where is the race give me a little bit of table set If I just want to watch this weekend, because it's just a more or less head to head race. One comes in third, one comes in fourth. Whoever finishes ahead of the other wins for the season, as I understand. Give me that so people can enjoy it in a a vacuum.
2: Yep. So like I said, they are dead tied. I think it's 369 and a half each right now. That's a wild pull from my brain. So they are in Abu Dhabi this weekend. It is probably like one of the most like electric from like a patentry standpoint races of the year and it's going to be even more now because it's the last, last race of the season mm-hmm. big big day etc max versus lewis there's 20 guys in the field but really it, the only thing that matters in this race is who finishes higher between those two guys i think the constructors is pretty much wrapped up now right like yeah, mercedes only needs 17 points to win
0: the constructors yeah
2: like it, it's i think mercedes wins the constructors but really like the only thing anyone cares about is lewis versus uh max been a battle all year max tried to run him off the road again last weekend multiple times i honestly wouldn't be surprised if max just straight up just like just like goes right into him and knocks him out so that is i was waiting i was i was waiting for my
0: moment so that's the one thing i've this is where like i'm a novice f1 uh like fan at this point they're definitely gonna try some shit this is where i would love to learn more so for those that are listening in the audience that know f1 and shout out to the people that tweeted me last week about this because i asked a question last week why does max right other than maybe like an asterisk title why not when it's you know max or lewis gets the pole max gets two right when when the green light goes why not just ram right into his ass i don't know he's a madman so ty for perspective my from what i've been told if they both do not finish max would win the tiebreaker which i believe is number of wins on the year lou
2: yeah, that's that's right. From so, my if
0: they both do not finish, Max would win.
2: Yeah. So from again, and I'll then th- wait, like, real quick. I, let me let me pause pause you for one second. Max's whole thing is that he's like an ex- not his thing isn't that he's reckless. He would say he's like a hard driver, and his fans would say he's a hard driver. He's reckless, like he does ridiculous shit all the time, and like puts
1: people in danger all the time. Lewis, do you know off top how many titles he's won? He has seven. Going for his he team. has seven. Is six that in the in most row, right? ever
2: six? Yeah, I think it's six in a row that he's tied for the most ever. I believe if he if he wins this weekend, he would go to the
1: most all time. He's won the last six.
2: Pretty sure it's six in a row. It's five or six. I it's know for insane. Sure those two. I'll check real quick.
1: And has Max ever won?
2: No, but he's young. No. Got if
1: he, it. If
2: Lewis didn't exist, he'd be running away with this right now.
1: So we got the young upstar versus the old legend.
0: This to me, I to- we talked exactly about this earlier. Right, I, I gave this take earlier. This to me is like Brady Mahomes.
1: So now I want to just take it into cards real quick. Rye, in the F1 space, we haven't really done this, blah, blah, blah. Tops 20, 2020 Tops Chrome F1 is like the set. So there's only, good, like the three that I know of
0: that I, are, I've been involved in are Tops Chrome Hobby, Tops Chrome Sapphire.
1: 2020 was the first product for Tops Chrome.
2: I actually don't know that. Lou, do you know that? uh i mean there's been like stuff in europe there's been like yeah, i mean there's stuff fire and, like uh, stuff, now. tops now is the first american release that's like that main one with lewis i had yeah, yeah. to pull it out so that was the first one and then the and then the first like main main release was like was the Top hobby chrome. shop release 2020 tops chrome gotcha yeah. chrome i didn't know if what
0: came first and then there's also dynasty mm-hmm. i didn't know if chrome or dynasty came first i'm pretty um, sure chrome came out first gotcha but, yeah, so there's Dynasty, Tops Chrome, and then Tops Chrome Sapphire.
2: So, Lewis has won one, two, three, four. He's won six of the last seven.
1: Four in a row, Crazy. six
2: of the last seven. Four of seven. I thought it was
1: five. In this one. max variation is pretty fire. Yeah. Take it, take so, a here's seat the with thing. the from
2: thing. From the cards front, the cards are on fire. They've been on fire. There mm-hmm. was a little moment where they kind of lulled mm-hmm. and went down a little bit, and then they pop right back up. Right, you remember mm-hmm. that? And then they pop right back up again. But well, you said that it like, dipped near the National. Yeah, they dipped a little bit. I think there was just a lull between when the season started and when they started heating up again. And then they've popped back up again now. I think the interesting interesting thing to look out for here on the cards front is if you're someone who's getting into it like me and you want to watch the prices. And one of my favorite things to do is watch prices. Number one, it's not as easy as you think because there's not as much floating around. So it's kind of hard yeah. to get a good feel for the for the liquidity. There are some people like Lou, you sent me that profile the other day, like. There are some people
0: that have a ton of this stuff that got in on this stuff early and are sitting on like, all, like real collectors that have some of the best collections I've seen of it. And that like to lose point. There's just not a lot of it. Like I bought a Lewis. I did buy a Lewis Hamilton dynasty auto drove to Indy last week. I texted you guys about it. I posted it on, on social. Um, so want anybody think I'm like pumping F1, I'm just, I bought a card and there's only one of them on that I can find for sale. There's one on eBay that's a PSA 9 for 125K. There's none on Check Out My Cards, and there's none on Alt.
2: They all got scooped up. They were all sitting there. They all got scooped.
1: Do you, before I ask who you guys are on, Max or, or Lewis, <laughs> I got to imagine postseason, we may, like, we're, we're kind of so in the, a here's, this is what crescendo I was, moment postseason. Yep. I got to imagine we could see a little lull.
0: I posted that on IG. The same
2: exact thought. Go so ahead, Lou. This is what I'm getting towards. It's going to be interesting because yeah. the season ends Sunday. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce the new season of Drive to Survive within like a couple weeks at most.
0: Already got announced. Season four. What? When? What's the date? Uh, August 26. I think. Hold on. It doesn't come out until August. I saw it. I, I I
1: thought. Hold on. That is a mistake. So the way that they're doing is essentially the season, and then they drop the Netflix recap of the season.
2: Basically. Yeah. And so this season, they're not following Max. So that's the interesting thing. Max refused to be followed for the show. So everyone's interested to see how that all goes down. Because Mercedes used to not be, used to be the same. They used to not let people follow them. Now it's Max not letting people follow him. And if he wins the championship, they don't have the championship driver.
1: That'll be kind of crazy. And Max is Red Bull and Lewis is Mercedes. Correct. Okay. Who are you a fan of?
2: Lewis, aggressively.
1: Lewis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, aggressively. I have a all class veteran. Yes. Yeah, oh like the young... coolest
2: dude alive. He's like a he's like a knighted English person Englishman. And like he's the goat. So I have to get into it. So what I was getting at was it's gonna be interesting to see when the season ends from the from when they announce the date to the build-up to the show releasing to what happens when the because I would imagine everything's gonna get crazier when the show releases, not even now. So the build-up to the release will be interesting. I'm I don't, I wouldn't, there's always going to be a lull. It's just, where is it going to come? And how long is it going to last before the show comes out? Yeah. And that's what we talked about, right? Is like, to be careful if you're getting into this space because
0: the season's about to end. Like some guys might not return the season, right? There's going to be new guys coming in. Some people are going to lose their seat. People change teams. There's just a lot to play into it, right? You're not going to necessarily go out and buy a ton of Tom Brady autos the day before. I mean, Brady's a different, I guess, but just the season's about to end in seven days. Like how is, that going to react or how does that affect your buying
1: uh, i want to i gotta get something for bro the whole, just for watch the long this weekend hole.
2: everyone just i watch. know who has sat down and watched a race is like i'm in
1: i've watched it's a awesome. ton of races i just didn't buy cards and i'll be i'll be real honest i don't love sapphire product it's fair that's crazy i love sapphire it's I a fair opinion i don't love sapphire product because i felt I don't know why it. It to me, it's kind of like the new mosaic product. I, I enjoyed. I don't know. When, once soccer, once the sapphire product came in and it was like so hot, I was just like, this doesn't really. They kind of overdid it because it, was... it feels like it's an overdoing. But I wanted to tell you guys on the switch gears. But it is like F one. I just booked the fam. We're going to the Swiss Alps for the Tour de France in the no, summer.
2: No, you're going to the Tour de France.
1: And the number we're going to go to the number one stage, which is the insane alp climb. Really, I'm going to go really? deep. I think I might be have to go the most in the mix. I
2: talk, might talk to my family.
1: Yeah, talk, we need talk, to talk from the tour de yeah, from the deep from the Alps. We're here at the tour. We can just be the dude on the grid beforehand. The guys going by. How do you feel about the tour? We could be the Martin.
0: The <laughs> no, Martin big of, uh... <laughs> no big signs. No big signs. No big signs. Don't, don't. Uh, no, uh, no man, that's cool right now. That's yeah, a calm.
2: cool vacation.
0: No, but another shift of gear here. I think we should talk about like, just uh, gears who's leading the,
2: the AFC East. I feel great. No, I mean, so the entire AFC. So listen, Shout out to my boy Greg. We were talking last night. We're obviously hardcore Jets fans. He said he hates the Bills more than the Jets, or more than the Patriots, and it's like not even close. And I was really confused by that. I have a deep seated hatred for the Bills. I didn't realize I hate Josh Allen. That guy sucks, and the coach sucks. So their loss last night made me very, very happy. I also love that Mac Jones did a ball three times. Like, cool, man.
0: Dude, oh, gosh. I, I, I never saw this. I. I was not a Big Mac Jones fan. I'm not still saying I'm the biggest Mac Jones fan. Like
2: it's outrageous, but
0: it was it was nice to get a win on the road in Buffalo. It was a great win.
2: It was a classic Patriots win. Like Belichick, just like
1: I don't full. watch the NFL, but do they have like a fast like back that catches like ten balls? And you're like, why does this guy still matter? And no, but they have a young guy who's just
2: huge and just runs super hard. They always have that Stevenson. Guy. Yeah, Stevenson they have a guy named Stevenson like a in
1: the backfield. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah,
2: Brandon Bolden's still floating around somehow. It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: I just want to get through some of these topics pretty quickly. I think it's worth noting. I know you guys saw it, it's been going around on social. Zion looking mm. thick. Mm.
2: I'm defending all the big boys. Shout out to the big boys. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone.
1: I believe, my, if my memory serves me correct about my own personal self, I always believed that this is how it was going to play out for Zion. I think that the anatomy of a man uh, occurs. And I, when I was like 14, I was like seven. I'm like 30 in like a 22-year-old body right now. LeBron was that way. Like when LeBron was young, he was still growing, like had a body to grow into. This man was a full-on father at 15. And it's hard to maintain that.
2: That's 100% right. That's the Embiid thing, right? Just like a more advanced version of the Embiid thing. You say when I was 7, I was 14 is an all-time quote.
1: When I was 14, I was 7. Whatever. It's, yeah. it's an all-time <laughs> quote. Girl, I was like 89 pounds freshman uh, yeah, year of high school. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, Greg uh, Oden. Greg Oden, another one. Dude was yeah. like literally 41 draft night.
2: Yeah. Some guys are just not meant to be. Listen, he's still very young. He can get in shape. I think if he was motivated, he'd be in shape. I don't think he's motivated right now.
1: You know? Yeah, that's a, that's the million-dollar question, it was like, way more fun for him in junior year of high school than it is playing in the NBA.
2: He doesn't want to be in New Orleans. Like, he just wants out. It's very obvious. So he's like, what, what's the point? Who cares?
0: And then, last but not least, uh, again, as we get more into the questions here in a second, uh, the college football playoff. Mm. As an Ohio State fan, it's probably the worst-case scenario you could have asked for. The two dominant SEC schools – Again, don't like the SEC. I'm not, I'm not all about like, hey, I like Vanderbilt, so go Alabama. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Excuse my language. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever
2: heard. <laughs> don't excuse my um, language.
0: So, like, that sucks. And then there's also the, you know, that team up north, which I hate more than both of those teams. And then there's this other team in, you know, Ohio that thinks they would beat Ohio State on a neutral field. But we all know that that wouldn't happen.
2: That's They definitely would.
0: Ohio State would win or Cincinnati would win?
2: Cincinnati would beat you guys.
0: Okay. Um, so at this point, I'm like, go Bearcats for sure and go
1: dogs. So I got a question. So, um, do you root for Michigan to win every game before you play them? No. In the zero. season? I want them to close the football program. Got it. So every year, you hope Michigan is 0 and 6, 0 uh-huh, and yeah, 7 when you correct. play them? Doesn't that hurt your game? You're just talking totally sideways right now. I mean, you're just like... If Ohio State wins every other game, that
0: game does not matter.
1: When both teams were trash in the the early 2000s, whatever that window was, you enjoyed that more? As long as it says win next to it, that's all I
0: care
2: about. How in... Win. He just I wants just to, want to win. win. It's yeah, the I irrationality. It, it, he yeah. wants, he I just wants don't every player my, like, on Michigan to be hurt, and then he wants to kick them when they're down. That's what he wants. Yeah, got
1: it. yeah
0: I like, close the football program. Like, I, that's, all, that's all I want.
1: <laughs> damn. So you don't have a rivalry game to watch every year? No, that's fine. We'll just, we'll just be you better. Got it. You'd enjoy the game not existing more than it would. Because it would be a win More than exist. losing the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It would be a win in itself. All right. So is See, that I, what's on
1: your mind? Because we never really did the That's true. We, we never got full F1 breakaway. Where do we stand with you today, Ryan?
0: Yeah, that's that's what's on my mind. I mean, no, really, like, like, um, Lou talked about it, but Reg and I sat down on Sunday and watched the race and I watched more F1 this weekend than I did NFL. And it's been like that for the last four or five weekends, like, uh, I mean, what it's been on, like, I just enjoy F1 yeah. so much more than the NFL at this point. Like, again, I talk about it so much. Like, it's just so cool because, like, Reg it actually enjoys it, and it. She's yeah. like, yeah. Cool. So I
1: it's got a Christmas it.
0: list from Reg the other day. And it was like, one of the things on there is something F1 related. Nice. You got to you know, get like,
1: one of the sweet hats, dude. I don't know about those. the sweet, like Mercedes Benz hat with the logos, like oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I was looking at hat. Mercedes hoodies the other day. Um, Real quick, though, when you are watching... Cause I know like the start is obviously like a big, exciting part and like how they get out of the gate. What are some of the things that you're paying attention to again, for someone that's just getting into it, like something that they can pick up to kind of pay attention to
0: trying to like, again, the big thing is just like trying to understand more, trying to learn more, like with every race, right. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm trying to, the one thing I want to learn more about is like DRS and like what that does, um, mm-hmm. How that works, like where that becomes a competitive and what advantage. What does that stand for, Lou? It's like something no it's shifting. I don't even know enough about it to explain it. Like cool. it's
1: it's definitely there's, there's twenty racers. There's ten teams, ten car makers yes. that each employ two racers, right? Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're not. It's not ten car makers. It's ten teams because I think it's like most of the cars are like Honda or like Mercedes
1: and stuff like that. Like DRS is the drag reduction system. Opens an adjustable adjustable flap on the rear wing of the car, rear wing of the car, in order to reduce drag, thus giving a pursuing car an overtaking advantage. Interesting.
0: Hmm. I actually didn't know that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's I learned mm-hmm. something new. But yeah, like in like and when Luke comes, I don't know if Luke can hear us now. Um, I don't think he can. But deep uh, in cat videos. Yeah, deep in cat videos. Uh, but the one thing uh was interesting on like Sunday's race. Was like the tires, like soft tires, medium tires, yeah. hard tires. Lewis had hard tires on, passes Max towards the end, like six or seven laps to go. And then Max's medium tires kind of like he doesn't have the same pace that he had. And he goes from like one second behind to like seven seconds behind. And like how that affects the race. It's-
1: yeah. And I love that. E- like, I'm not sure, I'm trying to think, ba- I guess baseball to a bit, but like every track being different totally different and the amount of strategy that they need to prepare for like the pinpoint execution week over week is no. uh is pretty wild like i guess in baseball you know a home run isn't a home run the same in every park but most basketball court football field tennis like you're playing on the same tennis you switch the surface a little bit but i think that's pretty sweet
0: yeah this will be like and like luke lo- you tell you alluded to it but like if they're one and two this weekend, when they start, like, it's going to be wild. It'll be mayhem on the first, like, I mean, I I, I, I
1: would anticipate that.
0: I'll
2: say this. Nothing Max has done so far leads me to believe that he's like big enough for this moment. So.
1: I like that. And it's
0: also just, dude, it's like, they get off there and they talk about it. And Lewis is like, Lewis, dude, just throwing these little subtle jabs. He's so good at interviewing.
2: It's, in, it's like Europeans, like, arguing with each other. It's like all subtlety and, like, sub shots, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's like he's out Big of control. Fan of that. Big he's fan he's fan out of that. control. The best, tie. It's like, yeah, it's like the interviews in Premier League Soccer when the managers come. and It's like all just, like, so deep. They're like four layers deep into ripping on people and people don't even realize it.
2: Ty, Max. Literally ran Lewis off the road last week. And then after the race, said, Yeah, some things happen that I don't agree with. That's the first thing he said.
1: <laughs> the NFL and the NBA both seem in like the kind of like periods where it's just kind of like, All right. Who cares about the, the holidays? NBA. We're, we're, I think we're starting to see the end of LeBron.
2: Yeah, it's over. He's getting old. By the way, same thing with Brady. He doesn't look great either.
0: Are you ridiculous? You don't, like, you don't even care about Tom Brady
2: Ryan. Shut up.
0: He is You don't even care about him. You, like like
2: you literally man. said five minutes ago She's he wasn't in your top Michigan five. Man.
0: You just said we're seeing the he's the MVP front runner at your point. That's the most you shit I've ever heard
1: Like he's your like He looks objectively worse than a year ago. And he's
2: still the best quarterback in the NFL at the moment. That's fine, but he looks he looks a lot worse than he did a year ago.
1: You just jumped in like someone was making fun of your family. and A year ago when he won. Tom Brady has 35 touchdowns
0: a season. That's, That's more great. than Green Bay, Baltimore, Cleveland, That's Seattle, Miami, Los Vegas, saying, Washington, Denver, New York Jets, Pittsburgh, oh. Atlanta, Carolina, oh, he's got Chicago, more the Jets, Detroit, Jacksonville, He Giants, wears a Michigan Houston. shirt He leads the
1: league in passing pads. yards
2: and touchdowns in his
0: 22nd season.
1: He Fuck wears out here. a Michigan shirt under his pad. Right.
2: That's ridiculous. You don't care about him, number one. You're not allowed to care. You're officially, I'll never listen to another thing you say about Tom Brady ever again. You're the fact that he's not in him. your top five athletes is fucking insane. So nothing you say means anything to me about Tom Brady anymore. I'm not done. And also, he's allowed to be a year, a lot worse, a year over year, and still be the MVP. It's he won possible. the Super Bowl last year. A year
0: he's worse? Brother, he's, he's, he's worse he, he's
2: worse
1: today than he was a year ago 100 this is just sad name. coming from a buckeye true buckeye fan. That, that would never like anything that's heard. come out of michigan i hate you i mean this guy went to michigan how it's could i michigan just get him right yeah. in your yeah, mouth
2: Question. Uh, <laughs> after, okay we're moving
0: on after that ridiculous take let's get into some of these facebook questions all right, this is from Michael Davis. This is from the Facebook group. It says, if you could get any card for your PC for Christmas, who would it be and why? Let's go crazy. Money isn't a factor. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast.
1: Cristiano Ronaldo, Me- Ronaldo Mega Cracks PSA 10 is Number my 1A. Yeah. Number 137. And my 1B, right. The Randy Moss Refractor you got was fire, by the way. Uh, but it would probably be a Gretzky card.
2: I would probably pick the first thing that comes to my mind is the, like a one, like a super factor Altuve, like Bowman first or something like that. Auto. That's the first thing that comes to my mind.
0: That was a really good question. Uh, I honestly spent most of the end of like the last six months of the year buying the cards I really, really wanted in my collection. Tom Brady contenders, a Mickey Mantle rookie. Like those are the two, like my grail cards. The the card I wanted the most recently, I just bought the other day, the Lewis Hamilton Dynasty. Yeah, that's a great... Like, that was my my goal for the last half of this year, was to really find some cards I really could enjoy. Really wanted to pick up some PC stuff. I think at this point, like, I've talked about... Man, I don't know. That's a good question. High-grade Jim Brown 58 tops. That would be near the top of my list. I like that. That would be... I have a couple lower grades. I would like a a nicer grade.
1: Do either of y'all care much for Wayne Gretzky? Uh, Does he do anything for you?
0: Yeah, place in history, like, cool card to collect, but, like, I'm just not, like,
2: dying to, like, it's not near the top of my list. I would view uh Gretzky on the same plane as, like, Jack Nicholas to me, in terms of, like, doesn't ultimately move the needle for me, but, like, I understand their place in history.
0: All right, so Cody Maiden asks, when grading companies like BGS and CSG that offer subgrades optionally... Aside from the cost, is there any reason not to get the subgrades given that they are company's main differentiator advantage against PSA or SGC? Cost is typically the big thing. Yeah. Is does it add enough value? Like, are you trying to grade cheaper cards where you're trying to save every dollar and just get a bunch of stuff graded or is it a more expensive card that is worth paying the extra premium on to have it on there? What's the premium? I have No idea. Absolutely. No idea.
1: I would be, uh, my gut says and i could be wrong my take is that the majority of non-subgraded bgs csg stuff is from 2018 and before just before this market kind of like really went the grading was a lot about encapsulating as well and like keeping for personal collections could be wrong but i bet the amount of non-subgrade submissions have been going down but other than that i mean only cost this would be my thought so
2: so for no subgrades i think it's like an extra hundred bucks uh, for with subgrade, i think it's like an extra hundred bucks that's what i'm looking at right now. now
0: that cost is also peak when it was like really expensive lou i don't they haven't opened up a lot of their recent grade i think they opened express the other day but i think for the most part most of their service options are still down
2: all they have open is premium right
0: I believe so. Yeah,
2: premium is just two fifty a car and then one twenty five and no subgrades. It'll
0: just be interesting to see, like, let's say, you know, they scale the same rate PSA does. I'm sure it won't even be a fraction of that. But if they were to scale and could take the volume, would that price ever change? Yep. All right, Dustin Bunker says, any future in NASCAR cards?
1: The only only interest I've ever had is Bubba Wallace because he signed with Jordan and their team and he's since won his first race. No no, because like you gotta I'd rather get a mid-level F1 guy just because of the money that they're pouring into the media and customer acquisition as opposed to NASCAR. NASCAR is huge. This doesn't interest me. I think the, the
0: debate I look at for this, maybe I'm naive on this. I don't know NASCAR enough, but to me, it would be like the MLS versus like the European markets or like, you know, just something outside of the US, like how MLS compares to bigger leagues that, you know, Again, EPL is one of the first ones that comes to mind versus like F1 is, you know, a global sport. NASCAR is more in, in the mm-hmm. U S. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about NASCAR and like the history of the sport other than like, you know, some of the, the key names, right? Like is Dale senior, a buy, because he doesn't have a whole lot of autographs. Uh, don't know, but just not educated enough in the space. I, doesn't do, doesn't interest me at all. My, you know, I grew up watching it. Like my dad used to watch it. Um, so I, I, I watched races, but it's not something that I just have a ton of interest in.
2: Two things. One, shout out to NASCAR Radio. He was the first person to tell me about NASCAR Mm -hmm. cards and show me what to look at. So shout out to him. I would say that IndyCar, I think, is more of an MLS to F1's Champions League. I wouldn't put NASCAR in that same thing. And then I would also say, like, I think NASCAR is like, we say this all the time and it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not. as easy as f1 made it look but like nascar if there was a show about nascar i'd be locked in on that like if there was a real show about nascar i'd be locked in on that because you know like it or not like nascar and like the fans and like the events is like some of the most like americana shit there is like it's a big deal to a lot of people especially in the south and like It's definitely exciting. Like, I'd be interested. I'd be watching that show. I'd check it out. That's for sure. And if someone caught my eye, I'd be, I'd be in the same way I was in with F1. That's a really good take. Thank you.
1: Do we, if, right? That, that's the if. If there was a thing. Like, yeah, if. if it I believe the, mark, the demand and, uh, and attention and awareness around all things NASCAR is going down.
2: There was zero in the U.S., though, for F1. Uh,
1: it was yeah, not there. It's too, growing. So. That's why people, like, unless you're just personally collecting as an investment standpoint, it's like yeah. F1's growing. Yeah, NASCAR's that's fair. going down. They also drive around the same circle on the same track.
2: It's not as exciting, for sure, the actual sport.
1: And globally, the brand of Americana is in kind of a tough spot. That's and fair. We markets are global. Increasingly.
2: They are and they're not. It's definitely still US is like the primary driver of cards. Fair. Super fair. All right. Next question.
0: Uh, Ray Rodriguez said, who are you buying in the entertainment industry right now? For mm. example, singers,
2: actors, etc. Ryan, have you been tuned into the thing that Carvin came out with, uh, the entertainment cards? Infinite. Yeah, like the, the weekend one he did. Yeah, I
0: have not paid super close attention. Me either. Um, big fan of Carvin and his work, but I have not paid like I would be lying I thought you paid a ton of attention to it
2: the, the short version is he started this new car company where they it's you know inspired by the not inspired by it, it is created by the person who created Exquisite I think he, what was the other one he did right he did Exquisite and there's another one as well I don't remember off the top of my head I apologize
0: I don't know off the top of my head but it's some big big iconic sets
2: it's super iconic sets he's, he's releasing new sets now featuring like athlete uh, entertainers and things like that the first one is with The Weeknd I haven't been super tuned in, so I, again, apologies, but like that, that stuff is interesting to me. If they're going to make like premium cards for, for entertainers that I think has a ton of upside because people love anything from artists they love. Yep. I would agree. I had a conversation with
0: somebody about this, about like, what would there, what would it be like if, you know, there was like a prism or a product for you know, entertainers now, what that would look like if you're pulling like Justin Bieber or Drake or Taylor Swift gold prisms and, you know, the potential that that could have in the market. Um, I'm not actively buying and like, I'm not looking for any of those guys in particular at the moment. The one I've been the most intrigued by is Bieber, right? I have a Bieber autograph now. So uh, that's one I'm, I'm more intrigued by. I know Kim K is a really popular one. There, Like, there's other people on there.
1: There was the Beyonce floating around this past week. Or yeah, something. I saw Golden
0: posted that. It's a Pop 2 PSA 10 Sports Illustrated from 2007, rookie. You know, Jay-Z's been a big one. You guys have talked about for a while. Um, but there's no one I'm actively, like, pursuing.
1: For me, and I, these are on my list, I just, I think they're going to be impossible to get. And yeah, it's classic and right on the nose and people can say whatever. But the Gary top set, the Gary V top set I think is going to go down as pretty special. But both the Randy Johnson and the Derek Jeter Gary dual autos, I think, are like. I own one of those crazy cards. Which one do you have, bro? Jeter. You have, and it's of a, a five. Mm-hmm. Jeter Gary. Where would you get it? At a uh, It was pulled in a shop
0: uh, south of us. Wow!
1: And you just did the deal. Raw, yeah. or did you grade it? Um, uh, it's definitely raw. I might have it over here. I'll look for it. It's one of my all-time cards. I want, I want that one and the the Randy. I, I think Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson and Randy Moss are both. Maybe that's the name, Randy. Uh, just to me, two dudes that were like different. All right. Next question. Adrian Square
0: Garden says, what are your thoughts on Golden's Netflix show coming out? Any shot it has a similar effect to F1's Drive to Survive had in terms of bringing an overwhelming amount of attention to the game?
2: I think it depends on how the show is done. I think that'll be the primary driver on that front. Ken's obviously a character, like an interesting dude. So that part I'm confident in. Yeah, agreed. Isn't it the same people who do uh, Pawn Stars? Yeah, so like that show doesn't lend itself to being like a serious worldwide smash like that. I think so too.
1: But Pawn Stars is a huge show. Sneaky.
2: Is it like an internationally acclaimed show? Like I'm talking about. Like is it? uh, Here's what I'm saying. Is it going to be like a lighthearted, jokey show, or is it going to be like a serious show about cards?
1: To me. Pawn Stars and NASCAR are similar. Deep Americana. What? Deep center of the country. I think Pawn Stars got a shitload of people going into pawn shops and looking for stuff.
2: That's possible. It's definitely a big show.
0: The thing I think, again, so like I, as somebody that creates content on a regular basis, I think the thing I see the most, right, if you're asking me, hey, what do people look for in content? is dollar signs right Mm -hmm. they're looking they want to know what people are buying that's expensive like what big deals big boxes that the the money the things that like people do and buy like that is intriguing to people Mm -hmm. i do it on a much much smaller scale than anything ken golden is doing And I, so I think there's a lot of potential there with Ken having some of the, you know, depending on what they show, right? Like Lou mentioned, it it depends on what that looks like. But the fact that you could show million dollar sales and some of these, the rarest cards, like I think if it's done well, it has a ton of potential. So yeah, it'll be very interesting.
2: Look, there's going to be a couple clips from that show that go viral. It's going to happen. It's going to be Ken holding some, you know, fucking card. That's like a $10 million card. And it's like... This basketball guard, like that's gonna happen a couple times. It's just a matter of if it catches or not.
1: My thought is it's gonna be much bigger for introducing, having people outside the hobby understand and realize what's going on. So I think it gives good foundation and longevity. But I think for people in the hobby, it's gonna be kind of like whatever. I'm gonna
2: be watching that's for sure. I mean, let's be
0: honest though. Like we shouldn't. Like I'm not sure we should say that. My man Giannis posted pictures of five dollar bobby portis cards and every single person in the hobby reposted it. that's story. true so like i'm not sure we can say like hey if ken golden has a viral moment that the hobby won't be all over it because when Giannis posts base cards everybody's like hey
1: well, you just crazy. compared ken golden and Giannis, but i'm talking fair. about
0: viral moments where cards go viral on social outside
2: of the card world. and
1: you're talking about the best basketball player of all time and ken golden That was a little aggressive. (laughs) Did I say all time? I meant like right now. (laughs) I meant like right now, like current best man roller. That
2: was funny. But he might be the best best. right, let's slow down.
0: All right. Now the next question is, uh, from James Z- Zaccadoni, uh, hopefully I don't pronounce that wrong. Uh, what are some bold hobby predictions for five years from now? What does card manufacturing look like? Any new technology running things? What grading company is dominating and are any others gone and new categories and hobby popping off celebrity cars, esports, cricket. So five years is a bold, bold, uh, is a bold, uh, you know, prediction, right? Because, you know, I I talked about this the other day, I was in an interview and I talked about how five years ago, I remember walking around the national with Jimmy, Kentucky basketball cards, where he was buying Jordan exquisite autos for $2,000, right? So the market changes a lot in five years. Five years is is a long time. Um, I'm definitely interested by the idea of the attention fanatics can bring to cards. Having it in convenience stores and baseball games and on commercials with athletes. I'm excited for that potential. I would be
1: curious to hear your guys' takes on this, Ty. I think it's going to be in a very healthy place. What does card manufacturing look like? I think that the product release calendar is going to be dialed in. I think that supply chain stuff is not...
0: Real quick. Dialed in, dialed in
1: meaning like we're in a place right now where you don't even know what's coming out when and who's on what. So the dates will be the thing is going to be tightened up five years from now. Agreed, like sneaker calendars sneaker releases. Like, it's I think it's just going to be much more ability to follow, deliver on time. Expectations are going to be set, expectations are going to be met. I think you're going to have a new product matrix. I do believe Panini and Topps brands will still be in existence and in play. I do believe that to be the case. I think from a card manufacturing standpoint, maybe you'll see a little innovation, like a new kind of Prism-ish thing from a printing, new technology running things. I do think you'll see more of a StockX a roll up from a com c star stock etc where you'll have a a major platform and that might be ebay um, that does it but a major kind of platform that both does like ipos and where you can buy on the first like re kind of retail but also have secondary built right in i think cards will be everywhere when it comes to in retail hobby shops both in prominent stores like Ryan's, but also in offshoots like Lids and Walmart will get like good end caps and all that. I do think that there will be categories popping off, such as celebrity cards and esports and, and cricket. And I do think you'll see more digital assets playing in that world. I think we'll see a consolidation of fractional offerings. And that's where, I, that's where I'm at. But I think healthy, will be in a healthy place five years from now. I think you'll see some sweet new events as well. More akin to a complex con than a national.
2: I think, you know, I agree with a lot of that. I think there's be a lot of things that are different. I would say, you know, in terms of like one bold prediction, I think this might upset some people, including someone on the show. I think the majority of the sales that take place of a I think the majority of card sales will take place in a direct to consumer environment. I don't disagree. Meaning blasters. Cellos, mega boxes, I think and some and hobby as well, I think will primarily be sold through a fanatic's own environment. I think that's the interesting
0: point here. And we've talked about like we we mentioned it last week with uh Force Guard Nonsense's interview with Luber, is he talks a lot about that, like, hey, we wanna, you know, we wanna have hobby shops, we wanna do like specific releases for hobby shops, like hobby shop only product. And then again, I talked about it before, like I heard the Rubin interview and I just don't get the same vibe from them. So I think that's where it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I'm not one that's as optimistic that it's going to be like, hey, yeah, we want to have a lot of hobby shops with a lot of product like it is now. Um, I don't anticipate that being the case, but it'll be interesting. Got a lot of time left to see. So Andrew Perry says, is Mac Jones better than Ryan Tannehill today?
1: No, he sucks. Ty? No. Mac Jones has someone named Bill Belichick that coaches him on a daily basis. Don't get confused.
0: How many games are the Jets? Serious question. How many games did the Jets win if they had Bill Belichick? Seven, eight.
2: No, more than that. Hundred percent.
1: You think more? I think like uh, we, we had a lot of injuries and somewhat yeah. lack of talent, but they they they'd be a five hundred team. Bro, they didn't get. They got like two first downs in the first quarter through the first seven weeks.
2: They threw three, pa- they ran three plays in the third quarter on Sunday. Like, I, I just believe that, like, ultimately that he is the difference maker and getting the mo- At by the way, the Jets have squeezed a lot of talent out of a pretty talentless group this year. So, like, mm-hmm. I won't kill him. I'm not going to kill him for that for sure. I think that Belichick could do things to a team that no one else can. Like, I think the Jets would win, like, 10 games. So I'm not even joking.
1: Leadership can't be replicated. Yeah,
2: He sets the tone. It's a real thing. Yep. Yeah, the Mac Jones being the most graded card, uh, Mac Jones Don Russ most graded card at PSA last month is very. Those funny.
0: are gonna drop from fucking twenty six. Man, I gotta watch the language today. Nope. Uh, okay. Those are gonna hard drop hard. from. Those are gonna drop from like twenty three hundred to like two hundred bucks in the next three months, and people are gonna be like, "It's gonna be awesome." Somebody's gonna get stuck holding the bag. Remember Baker Mayfield?
2: <sighs> he stinks. He's terrible. You know who else kind of a fraud? Rise guy Joe
1: Burrow. Another fraud. No interesting. way. Interesting. Another good... Oh, they got dusted this week. Another fraud. The like yeah, he's away. not he va- He's oh, not bad. I think he broke his finger mid game.
2: No, he's not bad. I actually like Joe. I meant the Bengals more. The the Bengals and the Bills. Were yeah, like The yeah. Bengals are the trash. I,
1: I would take Joe Burrow on the Jets in two seconds. Oh yeah. percent winner. Cool factor Yeah, cool factor We'd be we'd be back. We'd have sweet jerseys. Lou, oh, wait, Lou. What One
0: quick, quick answer before we go on to play of the week. You got to buy one person's cards for the next three years. A QB under the age of twenty-five. Who are you buy?
1: Herbert. Herbert throws the crazy smoothest ball. His little half delivery is so
2: wild. I think he's the lowest floor, right? That's why I, th- I thought about oh, it. His Sunday, sixty-five actually. yard bomb or highest floor,
1: sorry, is like me throwing like paper in the trash. Yeah. He's just like. I think
2: he's pretty. I feel pretty secure in who Justin Herbert is as a player. I think I would take Herbert over, like even a Kyler, because there's so much. Risk variance with Kyler. If Cliff, like Cliff could walk
1: away tomorrow and like it can get really weird for the Cardinals. Yeah. Joe Brady got fired. We'll fall for this. Yeah, that was, he was the hottest thing in the world.
2: That guy took the fall. You know, listen, shout out 14. It's 14 all day. Some troubles in Carolina this year. Joe Brady getting fired is the wildest
1: thing ever. He's he going to go like to like hottest some aspect. He was like the hottest asset in all of coaching. He's
2: going to go to some college program. He'll go to LSU next year or Alabama uh, or wherever. Run the offense for a year or two, and then get a job. That guy's going to be just fine.
0: All right, we've got to move on. Uh, play of the week time. Shout out to everybody who submitted questions via Facebook. I'm sure we will do some more of those as the holidays get closer. But we're going to jump into play of the week. We'll have to go a little quick with this. But this is going to be, yeah, play of the week. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so first one we've got is Dubtown underscore cards on IG. He says, "Hey, my play of the week." Bought a 2016 Japanese uh, Darkrai first edition hollow from my LCS at two bucks. Looked it over while at the shop and sent it to Nash Cards for SGC grading. It was twenty five dollars to grade it and it came back a ten. Today I just sold the ten for two hundred and sixty nine ninety nine. It was a pop one, making my total profit one hundred eighty two dollars after fees, grading, and the purchase price. Thanks guys, love the show. Love the play. Love two bucks,
2: two sixty
1: nine.
2: With... Yeah, I can't believe you got two hundred seventy bucks for that.
1: SGC, I'm liking XGC, by the way, more and more by the day. Tuxedo time. Yeah, tuxedo time. I like to play. Strong play. I can't believe they got two seventy for this. I can't believe they bought it for two bucks.
2: It's a great job. Great job, Brian. Yeah, Yeah, kill that shop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah, two (laughs) dollars. That's yeah. That's wild. Oh man. I like to play. I like to poke. Staying at it. Japanese
0: style. Yeah, grade. I mean left less than what? 30 bucks into it. Game back at 10, 269, 10% fees, 27 bucks. All day. That's pretty good. This one's from G- GB Card sixteen. Oh, oh, I love this. Wait, I'm fired no, up right now. This this
2: caption's great. Yeah, right.
0: He said purchase the Koreal PMG for pretty cheap because the seller made a costly mistake by misspelling his last name. Love the card because he has big potential, but listed on eBay to fetch some offers. Ended up selling for $600, so I made roughly $350 and then moved that money into a McDavid star rookie PSA 10. The PMG will be missed, but I'm very happy with the McDavid. Have a great week, you guys.
2: These guys' last names are so tough. That's why that's a big one.
0: Yeah, he's missing a Z in there. So it's a Kareel Kaprazov uh, red precious metal PMG. He bought it for $157 in September and just sold it on November 1st for $600, spelling his name correctly.
1: Both hockey and precious yeah. metal gems have,
2: Hot, like, there's been a real uptick in PMGs recently. Have you noticed that, Rye? Produced or demand? Demand.
1: Yeah, sure. Demand. Like, who is this yeah. guy? Crazy. Kirill. It's like the. the yeah. I. I think it's. Think he won Rookie almost, of the Year last uh, year. Oh, really? Kaboom. Yeah. just. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, he's I'm, a real guy.
2: that makes sense.
1: I'm
0: pretty yeah, confident. So he was supposed. I think he was supposed to go back to like Russia, but ended up signing like a really big deal. He's a stud. I would have graded this. No, PMGs are really hard TJ to grade. They're notoriously that. hard to grade. They chip. I don't know if the new ones are affected that like that, but the old ones—that's one of the hard parts. They—they chipped pretty easy.
2: Had a lot of like surface. I peeling. guess just like out of hundred, I would just grade it. it. Like it comes back at six. Who cares? Seven. I oh, was six and stuff. Seven, eight. Who cares? Yeah, make
0: it three hundred fifty dollars, and you know. Yeah, it's true too. Three fifty dollars Three hundred fifty. Six good. weeks ain't too bad. Shout out to yeah. GB Card for the for the play. All right, Jay. Next one. It's from TJ's polls. Said so back in May, I took a trip to California and drove up the coast with my family. Drove up the coast with my girlfriend. End of our trip, we hit up a few card shops where I picked up some cards, including a 1960 Mickey Mantle Venezuelan tops and a PSA one. I know it's a low grade. I I know in a low grade, the Venezuelan ba- variations hold a significant value as they were printed on cheaper quality cardstock and meant to be glued to a scrapbook. I asked what the guy wanted for it. and He said thirty bucks, so I gladly purchased it. Fast forward a few months, I consigned the card with a seller on eBay, and it sold for $398 last week. Net consignment fees and original $30 investment, I made 311 dollars just over 10 tech 10X my original investment. Not the most money I've made on the flip, but definitely the they're up there percentage-wise. Excited as I'll be using the proceeds to fund the future PC purchases. Thanks.
2: That's awesome. I've never seen this card before.
0: Never seen it. I didn't even know Venezuelan
2: cards like that existed. Yeah, who knew there was a big push for tops baseball in Venezuela in 1980 in low grade yeah low grade is great I love a good PSA one nothing makes me more happy yeah I'm telling you I'm yeah, looking I for be I want bit. like a like a PSA one like Lewis Hamilton no you don't you don't think so I think those are, that's gonna be harder to get than the 10 I mean no, you uh, just buy one and crease it in half and then I don't want to crease it I wanted to have like like wear issues you know what I mean like I might like I might pull this one out and just start playing with it during the day and then submitting it eventually <laughs>
0: All right. Next one. Kaboom. Oh, Yamwax. Yamwax knows what he's doing. Oh, Let's see who we got. So he said Andre, the giants, 1973 rookie, which I needed comes out of a magazine. Last fall, I went looking for the mag and found three as low as $86, but got all four for 300 or all three for 400. Rob England has collected more of these than anybody. And I agreed to, and he agreed to cut them out for me. I graded them at the national. I got two eights and one seven. I gave an eight to Rob for helping me. Kept an eight for my PC and sold the seven last month at auction for $17.25. So I netted $700, scored a low pop Andre to keep, and made a great friend in Rob. That is wild.
1: That's crazy, boy. This is wild. Yeah, it's pretty huge. He kept one, right? Yeah. Kept the eight, gave the eight away for Rob for
0: doing it for him, for helping him out.
1: Yeah, Still shot Rob Well
0: above a $2,000 gift. Kept a $2,000 card for himself and sold it. Wild wild
2: yeah for anyone who doesn't know yamwax is the king of finding like the most random stuff and like and dominating random stuff so shout out to yamwax yeah for the elon musk rookie um Um, he has the weird pokemon shout out to him for uh, that tomies
0: i mean he knows about all of the like stuff nobody knows about that like will eventually pop off one day that's what yamwax knows yeah so if you ever want to follow somebody follow yamwax on ig
2: i'll for sure
0: plug him because his uh his uh, yeah, it, it's wow. he's got that stuff so it's 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 a it's a neat follow
2: yeah it's a great play i'm a big fan of this play actually
0: yeah that's good that'll be tough to beat all right so this is from uh Jacob flux and it says here's something for my play of the week 1966 marvel daredevil and this is from uh facebook so shout out for the facebook play it says bought a 1996 uh, marvel daredevil bought card end of july seller originally was asking over 300 and took my offer of 150 in October I listed the card in eBay for 1200 or best offer we settled on 1000. By the way it's a PSA 9 it's a pop 18. PSA 10 is a pop 4. Wow. I best Facebook
1: submission. Wild.
0: Daredevil PSA 9 low pop. I would have never even been thinking to look for this card.
2: Um I love the 66 Marvel set. They are very very weird cards. I looked into them when I saw, when I originally got into the 1991. What Like, what's so weird about them? They're just, like, interesting cards. Like, they're from the, I, I love, like, 60s cards. And I think this is, like, a weird one because it's, like, Marvel and it's very comic-based. I love when they do, like, this has, like, the full art, it looks like, from, like, a comic page. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, they're super cool. I'm a big, big mm-hmm. fan of them. 150 to 1,000 is crazy, though. Yeah,
0: if if Yamwax didn't have that play he had, I would, this would probably be my pick because this is pretty cool to be able to get a card for, for, for that, but for me, this is a, this is a no-brainer.
2: I got to go as well. Yeah, I mean, doesn't matter, what? but I was going to go Yamwax also. He just got buried anyway. Shout out Yamwax. Big pull app for the boy. So shout out to Yamwax for the
0: play. The Andre the Giant, finding the magazines, having the guy cut him out, have Rob cut him out, giving Rob a gift after getting two aids. That's pretty crazy. Then selling one and being up a couple hundred bucks with
2: a, a new friend in a, a card to hold. Yeah, one of my favorite things about this Andre card It's from 1973, but if you just handed me the card raw, I'd be like, this card's from like 1845. It's like the weirdest looking card of all time. It's completely like black and white. It's brown. It's crazy. I love it. The Andre the Giant, right? Yeah. Look at it. It, Like, it looks so old.
1: Did you ever do like those projects back for like social studies where you took the paper and you put it in water, like tea water, and then you like the edges and make it look like Yeah, that's what else. Yeah, that's a a
2: very good call. It's exactly (laughs) what it looks like.
0: (laughs) So Congrats. To our uh, our friend Yamwax. He is going to win. Tyler, what are those called?
1: Those POAPs? They are. Yeah. He's going to get one of the POAP NFTs that kind of links us all. And then we're going to be able to start doing fun raffles, giveaways, chat rooms for those that are part of the Play of the Week winner circle. We're
0: just going to, I'm going to say this now as we end Play of the Week. I don't know. I have no idea what Tyler, Lou, and 137PM have in store for those. (laughs) I just have this feeling six to 18 months from now, it's going to be an advantage Mm -hmm. to have one of those. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what they've got up their sleeve. I am not involved in that.
2: It would be a real shame if there were some cool events in the works. huh?
0: I would
1: just have a real shame if you got something cool.
0: Knowing what those guys do. And I, I know some of the stuff Gary's done with his NFTs. I have a, I have an i, have a, a feeling that you'll you'll want to own one of those. So, make sure you guys continue to check out Play of the Week every time Jay takes submission on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Lou, what you got there before we move on to latest
2: launch? Oh, this is actually this was meant as a plug for our Facebook group because I bought this in our Facebook group. Shout out to the Facebook group for sure. I'm a big fan of those cards. We talked about a couple of weeks ago. I don't want to get into it too much because I don't have more information. But just saying, I'm.
0: All right, let's get into latest launch. So for those that are listening, if you have not paid a ton of attention to the release calendar, December is going to be wild for releases. There is a ton, that's putting it lightly, a ton of product. I believe there's like 40 releases for football, basketball, and baseball this month. There's a ton. This week, we've got Panini 1-1 and Basketball which is two cards in north of like 1350 or 1400 a box spectra football tops chrome black baseball heritage high number baseball wwe heritage wrestling and game of
1: thrones iron anniversary series two all come out this week i'm into that uh game of thrones to be honest i need some game of thrones in my life spectra
0: is a big football release That's a pretty popular product every year it's a great breaking product there's a ton of hits numbered cards etc so that'll be huge for breakers breakers will want that one and one basketball has got some cool stuff in it it's also two cards favors breakers demand should be pretty high on that tops chrome black baseball and heritage to tie number i don't know as much about lose more of a baseball guy but anything chrome at this point seems to do pretty
2: well um i did also want to mention i didn't get to bring it up earlier i forgot did you see the prison football situation
0: Yeah. So. Uh, This is this is tough, right? Like, I'm going to give my honest take on this. Yes. So somebody tweeted a picture of Prism Football and said cost on these this year is $236 a box. That's for stores, right? That's like if you're a breaker or if you're a card shop, if you have a direct allocation, if you have an allocation through a distributor, that's what the cost Mm -hmm. is. Roughly, you pay like a 3% credit card fee or something like that, but roughly 240 bucks a box and suggested MSRP is like 325. And someone's like, I hope this means the prices are going to be low. They're not.
2: Yeah, that's not what that means at all.
0: That's not like, I, I, like I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to be smart. I'm not trying like I'm, j- I'm it doesn't matter what the cost is, right? If prison boxes were five dollars, whatever the market decides that, you know, as if, if, long as breakers are buying them and can rip them and people are searching for Mac Jones prism golds. I just don't see any way in hell that Prism ba- Prism Football on Release Day is not $1200 a box. I just don't
2: see it. Can I ask you a question and you might not be able to tell give me the answer to this and that's okay. What was the allocation price last year?
0: If you remember. In the past it's got an MSRP of about $120 and typically has like a the allocation cost is typically about 120 and MSRP is about a 150. That's what Prism was normally. Interesting. And again, I'm not saying I like, but like, how do you? So again, I'm not trying to like bash on people. Who are like, hey, I want it to be cheaper. I want it to be cheaper too. I would love to rip a case at thirty six hundred bucks a box or thirty six hundred dollars. Right, that would be exactly. great. Um, but like, how do you get that to happen? Right, like, make it available to the public at three hundred twenty five dollars. If Panini wanted to, I don't anticipate they want to. Right, that they, they don't release. I mean, because MSRP on a lot of things, like MSRP on like one on one basketballs, two hundred fifty dollars. And it's being sold at fourteen hundred. So one of the ways to do it is to either have Panini do it, or, or make more of it. And I don't think you want to make more of it. That crushes, you know, resale value, hurts the overall value of the product. So I don't think you want. I don't know. I'm, I'm open to ideas on this. Uh, again, I'm not trying to bash anybody's take on it. I'm just. I don't think it's. It's not going to happen. Prison football is not going to be anywhere near three hundred twenty-five dollars a box. And I don't think it'll be anywhere near. $800 a box. I think it's going to be $1,200, $1,400. Prism is the of product. Course.
2: Like, yeah. Prism
0: last year, 2020, is like $1,550, $1,600 a box. Like, there's five rookie quarterbacks in the first, like, in the top 15. I realize Trevor Lawrence isn't living up to potential. Zach Wilson sucks. Doesn't matter. Fields doesn't look very good, and Lance hasn't done much yet. Mac Jones is good. Jamar Chase is good. Like, Brady's got golds in there. Mahomes has got golds. I just... It is what it is. I just don't see any way that Prism Football is not twelve hundred dollars a box on release day. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm I thought Baker Mayfield and the Browns were going to go to the Super Bowl. So I am not the expert on giving picks here for sure. I just don't see any way that Prism is not twelve hundred dollars a box.
2: Yeah, I don't think you're you're you know breaking anyone's heart to find out that Prism is going to be over a thousand dollars a box at least. Like, it's just the way it is now. So. It was cool to see. I'm glad it was there though, because that means it's coming soon, right? Like that's good. They released, they announced it last week
0: in the estimated release date, I believe, when I saw it last week was uh January 26th.
2: Crazy. Let me see if it
0: was A week on. before the A week before the Super Bowl.
1: I've been quiet because I've been going deep on it's that time of year, Harry Harry Potter Art Box and The Wizards of the Coast, Harry Potter. P.S.A. Ten, Harry Potter looks like it's got a little, little juice to it. Yeah, it's holidays, you know. It's prime for a Harry Potter marathon. How Might far away think. are we from like that reboot? That's definitely January first. Oh, the the old macro reboot, definitely coming. Well, what's January first? Um, what are you talking about right now? January first, there's a special where all the cast is getting back together for the first time, and they're doing this like really fire thing with getting everyone together doing gotcha, the that that I knew about,
2: but the, the actual reboot is probably like two years away
1: i think we got two three years yeah there's been that's, chatter. Coming. that's it's definitely sure. happening around hollywood it's definitely coming but speaking of another random thing that we've talked about did you see the first shoe fell in the mbappe to liverpool nike lebron lebron liverpool wears team lebron jerseys no but tell me before we go that's very interesting the the Team LeBron-Liverpool collaboration was announced. Huh. Starting with a unique capsule and a one-off jersey. Huh. Soon, it, it aims to rival the PSG-Jordan relationship. He's
2: still fed up, right? Is, it, is there still, like, some chatter on that front?
1: Mbappe? Yeah, he was
2: unhappy. With he's the at,
1: thing, yeah, right? he's, yeah, he's done that for this year. He's, he's out. Hi.
2: Uh,
0: Hi. Real quick, I, I value your opinion on this. Luke gave some thought. What's your thoughts on the prism football product take i'm just curious like you see prism coming out at 325 bucks 800 bucks 1500 like let, let, let me get around
1: this. a grand i see it coming out Luke, around a gram. where do you think it's gonna AMI. release at?
0: release date let's say release days here prism
2: football i can buy a box on ebay 12 1200.
0: yeah i agree
2: around what it was last year yeah yeah ty last
0: take before we go i know we got to wrap off here shout out to everybody that shout out to everybody that made it this far Ty, bold prediction. Before we get closer, transfer windows coming up. Who's getting? Who's who's going?
1: It's the Holland middle of the year. Holland won't Holland. The deal might get done, but then they'll will pretty much stay at Dortmund on loan for the end of the year. It's kind of how that happens sometimes. I don't see any major splashes that I want to kind of talk about in the immediate. I mean, United just brought in their new manager Hopefully we see a little turnaround there, Declan Rice. But like in the prem, at least I don't see any super big signings happening over the window. But I don't want to speak out of turn. Nothing that's that's jumping to me right now. Yeah, Holland. They missed the World Cup. Played out as it as it would. Yep, disappointing for sure. Cristiano Ronaldo is just past 800 goals, and the dude is on fire.
0: All right, that's all we got, guys. See you guys next week.
1: Peace.